Welcome back to Therapist Watching Bravo with me, Amanda. And me, Madeline. And we are friends and we are therapists and we love Bravo. We are excited to talk today. We're going to be doing Salt Lake, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. Southern Charm. Some Southern Charm. And the tea is piping hot with Southern <laughs> Charm. So we have a lot to cover today. <laughs> we do. But before we get into it, Madeline and I are in a little bit of a delirium. We are not well this morning. <laughs> and I feel like Amanda has more of a better, like a justifiable reason. I'm just like not. I'm just... I'll explain it, but like I, you have a child, and I'm just like out here living and just like not doing it well today. It's all, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you check in first. How you doing, Amanda? I'm doing fine. We didn't sleep last night, so I'm a little delirious, but. We did the Lord's work this morning at 5.55. I woke up with Wilder and I said, we are watching Southern Charm. Wow. And we ate our breakfast and we watched Southern Charm. I said, I will be prepared for the pod. You know what? I'm really, really proud and impressed. And you are doing the Lord's work. The commitment. The commitment is unreal. To our listeners, like, we're here for you. We're here for you. <laughs> we're doing we our best. <laughs> doing our best. Oh, well, that's nice. I'm glad that y'all got to watch it this morning. Oh, yeah. I was like, got to do that. Got to get the mic. Got to get the thing. Got to drop off. Got to get to Madeline's. <laughs> very important things. Also behind the curtain, um, we had two mics and we never figured out how to <laughs> record with said two mics. So it's just me and Amanda every episode just hunched over this one <laughs> target microphone. Yes. Sit really close. Yeah. So that's number one, that's friendship. And number two, it's not glamorous, y'all. You know, like I'm sure it seems real glamorous. It just ain't. The pod life isn't a glamorous <laughs> one. isn't. But we have fun. We do. We get to hang out. So that, that works. We get the giggles. <laughs> um, okay, Madeline, do you want to share um, the my weekend? Wo- yes. So today is Friday. Tomorrow, my friend Harper Bodie is getting married. It's very exciting, but she's getting married in Key Largo. So I like whipped up this plan for myself i austin can't go so i'm flying i'm going stag and, and i in atlanta uh, yeah we're in atlanta i'm flying out i thought my flight tomorrow is at 7 45 alas it is at 5 45 so i have to get up at three in the morning to leave and get to the freaking airport and i can't even check in early so i'm just gonna be in key Largo at 7 45 a.m and just be freaking chilling sleep deprived sleeping in your pickup truck like oh oh and i the only car i could get is this ginormous pickup truck so i'm gonna be driving from fort lauderdale to key Largo. oh god it's gonna be a nightmare y'all I fly out at 9 p.m. or like 7, something late on Sunday. I don't even know. And Austin was like the one time you travel without me. And I, I look, I don't need no man, but I really, honestly, he has, he has not, he has booked every flight for me. Honestly, I'll, I'll admit it for the past like eight years. Like he's just been like, oh, here, this makes sense. Cause he travels all the time for work. So I'm like, will you just do this? I turn my brain off. He does it. And it's just like a gift that Austin gives to me. You know, it's a give and take. I think if we really think about it, it's Austin's fault. Oh my God. Wait, it's totally Austin's fault. Mm-hmm. I'll be sure to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
anyways, me and Awesome were just like in, like laughing as I was scrolling through check-in this morning in my bed. I was like, Austin, I'm the dumbass. So if you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. Is is the lesson? So I'm gonna I'm gonna be tough this weekend. <laughs> you're gonna be dumb. You gotta be tough. You never heard that? No, I love that. Oh yeah, that's the motto. I love it. Oh, so that's me. And and that we have a birthday dinner tonight, and it, the reservation isn't until eight. So you know these are first world problems. I understand, but like, whew. But problems nonetheless. No problems nonetheless. It's just like what's on my plate right now. So it's gonna be a goofy little weekend, mm-hmm. but it'll be fun. I'm excited to see my friend get married. It's gonna be beautiful. So warm. And warm. It's yeah. gonna be seventies, eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Key Largo. So I've never been down there. So I'm excited. Living your best life. And so hopefully. In some ways. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll uh, vlog. <laughs> I'll let y'all know. Live. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll keep y'all posted. But that's me. But I have been watching, uh, of course, Beverly Hills. Um, I'm catching up on Southern Charm still. Um, I'm in the COVID season, so I have been crushing Southern. You've been flying I've with been Southern Charm. Flying. Do you have anything to share about your journey? Um, first of all, wow, there's so much. The men, wow. Thomas Ravenel is out. He is very problematic and chaotic. Um, yes. And like, duh, you know. But it's just like crazy. Um, yeah, and I, it seems like the Austin and Madison uh, dynamic is going to ensue. Shep and Taylor have just gotten together in the season, and they shacked up in, like, COVID. And he was like, I did the white picket fence, and I didn't hate it. And i like, I know this I is going to sour. Yeah, I roll. I know this is going to sour. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a great show. I People have been telling me to watch it forever, and I'm like, I pushed it off for so long, and I'm glad I'm watching it. Good. It's so great. And I'm also watching... Uh, Salt Lake City. So we'll start with Salt Lake City this morning. Unless you have any other updates, Amanda. No. Okay. Let's dive in. Let's, let's jump into it. Um, yeah. Salt Lake City is so good. I say that every week. It's so fun. It's chaotic. I love Lisa Barlow. Um, <laughs> and I love Meredith. But ever since her, like, drunken, like, you can leave, we really haven't gotten a lot of good content from her. Um, Except for her and her husband almost divorced last year and they're recording a podcast together and they had, it was like fun to like, they're like really fun to watch. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, they're, they're really, really interesting. Um, And their kids are just like beautiful. They just like have a beautiful family. I'm just like, what? Y'all are so fascinating. Yes, exactly. Um, But I did think it was interesting. Heather Gay um, from Salt Lake City, she wrote a book called Bad Mormon and Heather Gay left the church or she got kicked out. I'm like spacing on like that detail, but things went down and she's not in the Mormon church anymore. And so she's, she was doing a book reading on this episode and it was really interesting because she was talking about like her conflicted feelings about it. Like it was like, oh, of course. you know, cause that, you know, she talks about all the problematic things that she noticed in the Mormon church, which is really interesting. And I think any religious community can relate to, you know, dynamics that go awry, like growing up Christian and Southern Baptist and being a Christian. Yeah, I I totally get that. Um, But she also did talk about like her, um, I guess just like, complicated feelings about it because it was... Because people are still in the Mormon church. Right, on the show. But... 
don't, and for her lack friends. of a better way to par- put it, like, don't practice. Yes. Or don't act Mormon. Yes, exactly. I think she, like, it, cause she was kind of naming, like, I miss my community. I still really trust Mormon people because, like, those people were my community and my friends. But then she sees, like, Lisa Barlow on the show who, like, owns a tequila brand and, like, wears, like, sleeveless, like, tube tops to, to says she wears, yeah. like, sleeveless shirts to church and, like, when Mormons are, like, pretty strict about stuff yeah. like that. Modest. Yeah, very modest. And so... Heather, like, will straight up call out Lisa on the show and is like, you're not even Mormon, Lisa. And Lisa will just, like, laugh it off. But it's like, I, I can tell it's really upsetting to Heather because she's like, it I didn't, she's like, I didn't get away with that. Yeah, when with she anything. had all the consequences. Yes, exactly. And then if Lisa Barlow is acting, I don't know, the yeah. same way, for lack of a better way to put right, it. Right, right. And still as a part of the community it's upsetting it's upsetting i think it's hard for heather to watch but it's really endearing because like she and lisa are trying to work it out and lisa is like the cagiest scrappiest little fighter whenever she's fighting it's very funny she's just like all over the place she's like i get it i get it i get it like it's just like dude like it's like (laughs) so much it's so much (laughs) when lisa fights so like there but it's really endearing they're trying to work it out but anyways it just struck a chord with me because i just thought like Religious communities are complicated and like your friends and communities and it's complicated for people, especially if they leave and don't know where to land. And I'm just glad Heather's talking about that stuff. It's really interesting. Yeah, totally. I feel like I can relate to that. We can relate to that being in the South. Yeah, definitely. Just, I don't know, when people aren't as religious, but maybe they are spiritual or they embody it, but they don't call it religion. Right. And then there's people that are, or say they are very religious, but can act like an asshole. Yeah. And then it is very conflicting and confusing and makes you mad. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes it confusing to kind of, or at least I'll speak for myself, I guess made it confusing for me to kind of find myself in the middle of that yeah I had like a weird culture shock when I moved from Florida to Auburn oh I can only imagine conservative place definitely yeah um whereas Florida where I was in Florida was not right Um, so I understand being upset about that and it's hard to like let it go yeah and to like let people be people I know because I think she's gotten a lot of backlash obviously from the Mormon community um, about this book and like you yeah. know all the th- all the negativity they feel like she's spreading and it's it's really really interesting so I just thought it was a good conversation like that they were having mm-hmm. and you know it's complicated it is complicated so anyways that just that just struck a chord with me that's that's Salt Lake there's lots of relationship dynamics on that show we we could talk for days but that's that's just just the recent thing that caught my eye that was just sticking out that's right but Uh, we can move on to beverly hills if we're ready ready okay sutton sutton madeline and i looked at each other this morning we're like we have to talk about sutton Mm. because she's just i mean god love her but she is odd name them Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. <laughs> and Kyle Kyle's was like, like, Jesus, let me talk. What are we doing here? That is just and wild. she kept going. For those of y'all who haven't seen it, basically Kyle and Sutton were having this conversation and Sutton was like, Kyle was like, you tend to lose your cool over things that like aren't that big of a deal and like I don't really understand. And Sutton just re- kept repeating, name them. And then Kyle was like, you're doing it right now. Like... <laughs> You're being so wild right now. And for a second, I thought like she was joking. No, me too. Because Kyra was like, what the fuck? So I thought she was like being like kidding and then she wasn't. No, she wasn't. And I just like feel like it goes back to what we were talking about last week of like her self-awareness is just 
off. Inside is low. Inside is low, and I think it adds to her oddness. No, it really Because, like, I'm, I have weird stuff. Oh, don't we all? But, like, her in, lack of insight adds to her weirdness. Yes, it it complicates things for her, and I think it hurts her. Like, that's what's so sad. I mean, yeah. like, I think, like... Because some of it's off-putting, like y- that. Yes. Like, you don't want to connect to that. N- no. It's, it's hard. And, like, I don't know. We all have our stuff, and, like, I think in today's culture like we can be like be self-aware and you can almost be like too self-aware like you gotta live a little too but at the same time you have to be present but like at the same time like you gotta know like catch yourself in some patterns and I don't think Sutton really is uh tuned into her patterns or somebody else calls it out she's like very defensive I feel like it's she everyone else is to blame Mm mm-hmm or she's a hard time taking responsibility, or maybe not even responsibility. It's not like name it. She has to take responsibility for that, you right. know. But just the lack of like, huh? How do I contribute to what is going on around me? Yeah, and it's funny because I think she thought she was eating, saying like name them, name them. But then Kyle was like, she named four things. And then I love the producers the with the montage. No, <laughs> there was literally a split screen of all of the scenarios that Kyle was naming, and I love. That the ugly leather pants made it into that because that's top tier. That is top tier. That's just too good. Um, But yeah, I just, I want Sutton to like get some insight and she just like, I don't feel like, and they started talking about like the pants thing with the magic mic again. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that she'll ever admit that it was like about part, at least in part about like not being called on stage and not being included. Like, I don't know what it is for her to like admit but that, it's also, I understand it too. It's like embarrassing. And she said I was uncomfortable and right, stop. And right. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like people don't have to talk about every little thing. Yeah, I, I agree. That's awkward and embarrassing. And she said I was uncomfortable. Like that was good enough for me. And Erica said that was good enough for her too when they were talking about it in the bus. And I'm I was enjoying, like, okay, Erica's still not my number one no, favorite, but, but like I'm enjoying her being less fighty. And, I like her so much more. Yeah, no, she's like, Letting her guard down. I just, like... And just, like, being her. Not even necessarily, like, being really vulnerable, but I feel like she's dropped the guard, the front, the the persona of who she was, which was just kind of exhausting. Um, I don't know. I I like her a lot more. And I appreciate it. Again, it's still very first world problems, but of her talking about how her financial situation has shifted and her being like, yeah, it's it's different. It's going to be okay. Right. And I appreciate her her saying, I mean, I know they're all in a different world, but like, yeah, you'd need enough money to like pay your bills. Yeah. And like not be afraid. Like she was talking about that. Yeah. And I, I could understand because I mean, she's still living the, the lifestyle to, yeah. you know, not, yeah. not to the level that she was, but you know, she was like, as, as much money is coming in is going out. Yeah. I thought it was interesting watching her say all of that in front of Dorit and Kyle. And then did you hear Sutton say, like, there's not enough money? I'm like, they're all on different pages here with it, which is not surprising. But I was just like, it's interesting to see where people's values lie or where 100%. they think their happiness lies. 100%. Okay. And then the nerd in me, sorry to go off tangent for a second. No, I love this. They've done research studies in, like, your happiness does go up with how much money you have or your income to a certain point. Yes, it's like a, there's a ceiling. I can't remember what the ceiling was. I was then, thinking that during the episode. Then it plateaus. Yes. And then it goes down. Right. Where it's like the more income you have, it has an inverse relationship with your happiness. Like I don't think more, I realized it went down after I think it a does. certain level. That's really Don't quote me, but I think. But that's like for super ultra rich. I've heard like two different numbers where it's like, 
adjust for cost of living, but around like 150 grand where okay. you can easily pay for stuff. You can have a right. reasonable amount of fun. Right. You can go on vacations. And then I also heard somewhere else like 500 grand. I don't know. Ooh, okay. but, but the point is like where you can kind of ha- like have a nice life, right. but you're not making like a million, two million, three million dollars or something right. like right. these women. Yeah. That's really, really interesting. Um, that study literally popped in my head as you, that's funny. You said that I forgot. I thought about that during the episode. I was thinking about Kyle and Dorit though, because there are two women on the premises of maybe leaving their husbands. Yeah. And like, I wonder what it was like for them to hear her. I mean, Erica. to yeah. hear Erica talk about it. I'm sure it's different a, a little bit than sure. Erica's situation. Um, given that Tom was like so much older. Yeah. And he had a lawsuit there. Like there was a lot of downfall. Like, you know, it was, it was tough. So, you know, I think, but I just thought it was interesting kind of watching it through their eyes. I was like, I wonder what they're thinking about that. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah. I would imagine it was probably scary to hear Erica talk about it. Yeah. Honestly. Because if they leave, it's going to change. They'll probably, they're still going to have so much money. But yeah. But it will, their lifestyle will change. Yeah, it will. I you mean. You won't be probably chartering private jets or you'd have mm, to think about it. Yeah, yeah. You'd at least have to like check your budget. Which, I mean, like, I can't imagine. But. I, I do think it was a little excessive with <laughs> Kyle's diamonds on her cowboy hat. I was like, chill. <laughs> Literally, like, you get it from Amazon, it would look the same. I know, and no one cares. Like, I like nice stuff, but, yeah. like, that's, like, one of those things where it's, like, do people really, like, Dorit was, like, ooh, I was kind of, like, who gives a shit? It, who like, knows? Who I mean, I know they're cares? on a TV show, but, like, when they're in Vegas, who knows like, that? Like, nobody knows I that it's real. I would never assume or, those were real. No, I would not know. Like, you're not going to get a jeweler getting it under a microscope on, in the bar before you get on the bowl, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like, it's, is that real or is that? from Amazon like is that freaking costume jewelry no one gives a shit I know anyways I still like Kyle so I can't really that's the only negative thing I'll say about Kyle you must get bored with how much money you have you have to find new ways to spend it that's the only thing I can think of Amanda that is probably true but like you have kids kids are expensive I don't know I'd I'd be thinking about this but I think they have so much yeah yeah they do I mean Mauricio's like business has popped off yeah I I was talking about this with Austin briefly like Austin was like why if he is struggling in his marriage why is he pushing so hard at work when it's already great oh i think because that's probably where he feels good damn that's true you can tell there is like a divide between him and her like there is like a weird like it didn't used to be like that or at least it didn't appear to be like that Mm -hmm. there's yeah it's it's like maybe that's just where he gets his confidence and Oh, yeah. I mean, he is a badass at work. He is super successful. So I'm sure it feels really good to be there and have people around him talking about how successful he is. Yeah. Not that Kyle's wrong for bringing up issues in their marriage, but I can... I could see from an outside lens of like, yeah, I don't want to go talk about that and talk about where I've like fucked up or have felt like a failure or where we're having issues. Yeah. That is a really good point. It's like you come home and like you go to work, you feel like the man. You come home, all of a sudden you're not the man anymore. Yeah. Or like, you know however you want to say that. It's just like, that makes a lot of sense. That's so insightful, Amanda. <laughs> wow, you should be a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the reason we do this podcast. I love that. <laughs> that's that so funny. a good call. So um, that's Beverly Hills. Yeah. 
That, oh, just like one quick thing. I thought it was yeah. so funny when Erica was like, I speak Dorit. And she was talking, because I can so relate. Like, I have a friend, love her, but will share so many unnecessary details, like Dorit, where I'm just like, what are we talking about? I forget what we're talking about because we're talking about this person and that person and that person's husband's friend. And I'm just like, like I don't and even when know they had that their person. baby, I'm like, I have no context for that. Like, no frame of reference for and this person. I was like, the, I, I really identified with Erica in that moment. Of like the only thing to do is zone out and come back because <laughs> I don't know what you say to someone <laughs> yeah you can't be like hey can you shut the hell up I don't care yeah like you're not gonna say that yeah even Erica Jane won't say that no and she's pretty honest so I just That's thought that was funny. funny I lol'd um <laughs> Okay. Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Um, okay, so we have two, the past two episodes we're going to go over. Where do we want to start? I think we got to start with the ping pong. The ping pong. pong. Okay, I did see this clip, and I've yeah. been thinking about this. Like, this has been my Roman Empire for, like, the past week. I like, know. it's just, and I'm not even caught up. I'm just like, what happened yeah. with the ping pong? And it's not the first time Shep has, like, had an angry outburst over a game or something that was stupid. And I don't want to make this about age, but how old is he? Dude, he's, like, 42. Like, come I on. know, I know. Ping pong. It's... If we're we're, we're going to get into why. Yes. We're going to get okay, into okay. why. So we'll tell you what happened real quick <laughs> in case you didn't see it. But Shep lost ping pong and lost his shit. <laughs> so that's what happened. He went on a rampage like against Taylor, against Austin. He Taylor like said something. I can't remember what she said, but it was kind of like, oh yeah, you hate to lose or something to that effect. Right. And it wasn't antagonistic or anything. Like right. she was just talking. Yeah. And so then there's a couple of parts here. Shep berates Taylor and is like, you make me mad. You poke the bear. You know I don't like losing. And he's like throwing a tantrum like a six-year-old. Right. Like I've worked with the littles in therapy on how to lose. Like yes. I kind of work with Shep on that. <laughs> and so he's like going off on like blaming others for his anger, which is right. a nugget we're going to get into. Yes. Also hilariously, he says to Austin, I am everything you wish you were. Wait, Shep said that to Austin? Yes. Oh, I thought Austin said that to Shep. That makes more sense. That no, Shep, Shep said, said that to dude, Austin. that's, I don't mean to say unhinged, but that's freaking unhinged. It's unhinged and he screamed it. I am everything you wish you were. That is like a teenage girl. I was like, what am I watching? It's Gossip Girl. No, it literally, Blair that's, Waldorf. A, that's a Gossip Girl Saying line. Saying it to Jenny. No. That's what was going on. <laughs> I was like, where are we? I am everything you wish you were. <laughs> So he was just like hilarious. I think I'm gonna start saying that just for I, fun. I know it is good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So I was just like in awe watching that. Yeah, because it's like the fact that we are sitting here laughing about it. Like I don't know. There's just like a level of just like. Uh, deranged delusional I don't know if that's too strong but it's just like you gotta work on your shit yes he has an issue with his relationship to feelings his relationship to anger right um that has it's like he has an issue with feeling angry that I want to tie into like this week's episode yeah of they were all at like the men's dinner stupid eye roll (laughs) wearing a stupid jacket (laughs) That's Southern culture, like, peak. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and they were, I think Craig was saying, like, I would be so mad at Austin and I would not be his friend if he hooked up with my girlfriend, if he hooked up with Paige. Yeah. And, like, validating Shep being mad at Austin. And Shep 
just looks and says, I am a happy person. And I was like, <laughs> what? That is like, giving. it's so much attachment. Y- yes. It's giving like, I'm keeping this lid on so tight. freaking tight to try to seal in all my emotions. So every time I get dysregulated, it blows. So I freak the fuck out. I freak the fuck out. When I lose a ping pong game. Yeah. It's just like, it's so like detached from like, his actual emotions to just stuffing him down and being like, I am a happy person. Um, <laughs> like, it's like trying with all of his might. Of everything's fine and the house is on no, fire. Literally, I feel like that's shut. I, okay, so don't you also just think that that is kind of Southern culture though? I mean, not just like the feelings, but yeah. also like the anger and we all get along. Well, and- yeah, and Southern culture has this way of being like syrupy sweet to your face yes. and then like things will maybe blow up or like be not as syrupy sweet behind your back. And like, I do feel like, I mean, I talk about the Enneagram nines of, uh, oh, no. of Southern Charm a lot, but I do feel like, and it's so disappointing because this is what I am, but I think Shep might be a nine wing eight. And Madeline's a nine wing eight. I'm a nine wing eight and it's really hard to say you're, that. You're a healthy nine wing eight. Thank you. I try to get in touch with my anger. You do. I, like. In a real way. I, I do. It's, it's hard. I don't like it, <laughs> but Shep, you got to do it. So you don't hurt everyone and everything around you. Like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. And I feel like you also said something interesting of like, he also has like a weird relationship of like wanting to be like the good guy. Yes. Or like it would make him the bad guy if he was mad at Austin. I mean, I don't, I don't know where this goes in his head, but like I broke up the friend group or like right. there would be tension between us. Like, it's like he's allergic to that. Yeah. I like, I was thinking that because in times in my life when I've tried to smooth things over and I've tried to like understand the function of that, of like the peacemaking, like a lot of times I don't want to be perceived as the villain or the bad person. And like, sometimes that leads me to being, inauthentic which I don't like I like to be authentic and Mm -hmm. so it's like I've had to do that work in myself of like okay sometimes I might not come off perfectly but I'd rather be authentic than like fake yeah and and so I don't think that Shep has been able to like let go Mm -hmm. of his ability to like his image. His or... image. Yeah. Like how he's coming off. Yeah. And I, I know that's scary, but I think he's like, because every season you watch him be like, I just want things to be copacetic. Oh I'm a God. happy person. You know, like I just Everyone want, gets along. Everyone like, like, let's just be one big I'm happy family. I'm friends with all my exes. Right. And meanwhile, he's shoving all this shit down and shoving all this stuff under the rug and it just like never gets resolved. So he keeps blowing up mm-hmm. and there's all this resentment and like... I don't know. It's just really interesting. He's a he's a fascinating character to me. But mm-hmm. I just feel like if he could like look those like feelings in the face and tell Austin like that was fucked up what you did. It hurt my feelings. It made me mad. Like and of course it would. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like that's a normal reaction. Yes. So it's like why wouldn't you it's just do that? It's warranted and appropriate. Totally. Wait, so he hasn't even told Austin that it upset him? I mean, I can't remember. They they did have like a sit down talk. I he may have said like, oh, I don't like that. But he, the overall message was I would never let that get in the way of our friendship. So the overall thing was the image, the keeping the relationship, whatever <sighs> kind of narrative in his head about like how life should be right. or the rules or yeah. like this is what we do. Yeah. I, he was yeah. following that. Yeah, an unhealthy part of myself really <laughs> relates to that because it's like you just want things to be okay and smooth over. But like, meanwhile, 
of course, he's got to have these feelings of resentment towards Austin for doing that. Well, then you like, hurt people more. Exactly. He's and then it gets, yeah. horrible things that are like laughable at Austin. He <laughs> is like yelling at Olivia, which I think this is another thing we need to talk about of like, he thought it like, she was like, was it fun cheating on me? And he was like, yeah, sometimes it was fun. Which is just like a dick move. Yeah, that's a dick move. Um, But it just comes out sideways. You yeah. You just, and it does hurt people. Yeah. Uh, I think like another, before we get into the Olivia part, so much to dissect here, guys. I know, there's Sorry, so much of Southern Charm. We're ping-ponging all over the place in our delirium. <laughs> um, one thing I hated was him blaming Olivia for his anger. Oh, Taylor? Oh my God, Taylor. Okay. Sorry, people. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're doing pretty good for like <laughs> being off the rails today, so. Um, I maybe slept four hours. I don't know. Um, you're doing great. No. Honestly, I'm, you're doing better than me and I don't even have a baby, so you should be really <laughs> proud of yourself. <laughs> you just got to keep going. Um, okay, what was I talking about? So he was saying to, to Taylor, like, you make me angry. You know that makes me mad. You poke the bear, blaming her for his anger, which is not cool. No. Like, you're allowed to share, like, hey, when you do that, it cues me up. But he was, like, putting his bad behavior on someone else. And he also wasn't, like, just saying, hey, I'm really mad. When you say that stuff, it makes me really mad. He was, like, taking it out on them. But Those that, are two very different things. Yeah, I don't feel like I've seen him take genuine ownership of something. No. I feel like he's either, like, deflecting or, like, diffusing. Uh-huh. And it's not ever healing mm-hmm. like and it's hard to watch yeah because he's like because he's just like putting it on her putting it on her yeah, that's it not always fair. goes outwards like you wish you could be like me you right. yeah, like it yeah. always goes outwards it's you yeah. and it's not like oh I'm having this reaction like oh I'm noticing that this come up in myself emotionally it's yeah. like you did this yeah and not like I-, I was mad and then I said shitty things to you right and he blamed her for that yeah that's like you gotta take some oh. ownership in that like, if you say, <laughs> if you say that you enjoyed cheating on her, like, dude. You should, you need to be like, that was an asshole thing of me to say. Yeah, it is that simple. I, and I don't really think he meant it. Like, I don't think he wanted her to, like, feel the pain from that statement. No, but, like, what was he doing? Like, what? What? I will. Oh. I think he was trying to be a cool guy. I think he's trying to be like, well, sometimes it was. I don't know. I think he can Well, get- and I think he is probably like fed up with her be- bringing up, you cheated on me. Yeah. Which in some senses I understand because like they're broken up. Right. She's brought it up a lot. I understand why she loses it. This is why you should separate when you break up people. Yes, yeah, too messy. You should not be in these things. Um, I don't remember where I was going with this. Okay, but I was going to say, I don't like this about myself, but I'm going to say it where I identify with, Shel- with Shep. Oh, yes, Join me. I blame people <laughs> when I get mad. It's easier. And I, I've had to do like a lot of work around it. It's hard. Because I think blame is just the projection of pain. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's insightful. And you got to deal with the pain and talk about it. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that he knows how to just like name his pain or like say... When he did something wrong, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll say it to, like, smooth things over. But I don't think that he... Yeah. yeah. Like, actually looks these feelings in the face. It's very insightful. Yeah. So, we can't blame people for your bad reactions. No. We gotta take... Everybody's emotional experience is their own responsibility. Like, the basic feelings are valid. Yes. You gotta act right, though. That's... That's facts. That's facts. Um... 
Okay, another interesting thing on this like tangent. So if we keep following this fight that they had, then Taylor and Shep, did I say the right name? Yeah. Yes, you did. You're doing great. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor and Shep, Shep end up in bed together. Okay, that is wild and unexpected, but also very expected. So what is your take on people? And I don't, I don't know if they hooked up or not. Like they said they made out and I kind of believe that. I, it doesn't matter. Um, but what is your thoughts on people kind of staying around or staying in bad relationships? I know yeah. they're not in a relationship, but kind of hanging around that. Right. I do, it feels like whenever they're on the screen, <laughs> like I see that they're very like just in the their emotional mind. Like it's not logical mind and so I think that that can feel really like intoxicating and just to be like purely emotional purely emotional and we were talking about this like before the episode like you can be in a very fun passionate like loving relationship that has logic and emotion like it doesn't have to be just emotion based but I feel like with Shep and Taylor it feels like it's very like like logic has left the conversation, has left the chat, and we are just feeding off of these like really intense emotions, mm-hmm. and it's really kind of like it's tough. And I will even say like it's sometimes confusing. Like this ping pong incident, like that was obviously emotionally intense, but there's other scenes of them just talking on the beach and stuff right. that don't look intense. But I think it makes it confusing because I think if you it all goes back to separating after you break up. Like <laughs> that like, emotional off. charge or attachment is still there. Yeah. And will come out like eventually mm-hmm. and keeping you there. And I also think that there is, or at least I'll, like I'll share from me when we were talking about this, it was making me think of when I've had breakups in the past, like I would be extremely sad. Yeah. Or I would want to see them. And right. I would have to use like the sheer logic and willpower of right. like, this is not for me. You have to the cling on to that for your dear life. will pass. Yes. This is just a moment. I will get over it. But you have to like grip it. Like yes. sometimes like hour by hour, like oh, after a breakup. A hundred percent. It's like. And missing them doesn't mean you should go back. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that it was the right thing. No. So it's, it's tough. I hate to like see them struggle with it, but also it's like, you gotta get off the roller coaster and see how like the rest of life is, and yeah. then you can make a more level-headed decision. But like, if you're in the midst of this up and down, like we're fighting, we're saying I sometimes enjoy cheating on you, and then you're sleeping in the same bed together, like that's confusing. That's a crazy ride. It's a crazy ride, and it's like it's extending a lot of pain for yeah. for what mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like it's like and I think when you're driven in that state. It, you, you, it's hard to pause and get clarity yes. of does this make sense? Yeah. Like sure, there's highs with it or there's times where we can walk on the beach right. and it be okay, but it's like, does this make sense? No, yeah. Like sometimes it just doesn't make sense. No. It just doesn't make sense. Like y'all don't have to be together. No. Um, <sighs> oh, Shep. Oh, Shep. I think that's all we have for you guys. That's all we have for today. We did it. We did it. Thank you for going on our roller coaster with us today as we preach about getting off one. Yes. <laughs> well, love you guys. We got two more episodes before the end of the year. Ooh. Yay. Wrapping up season one. Hell yeah. Follow us on Instagram at therapist watching Bravo. DM us your thoughts, feelings, observations. Send in a story. 
We want to hear from you. We want to hear from Any you. Any and all comments are very seen and appreciated. We love them. We love, like, nothing more. Mm-hmm. Love them. Well, um, okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>